All right, welcome back. Uh, we were discussing, um, it's Women History Month and we're yeah. discussing uh, women equality in the workplace and the church and we're having a great discussion. And just to pick up where we left off, I mean, I think it's very important to reinforce for those who probably missed the first half. If you did, you can catch us on the podcast. But it's very important that we value our women mm-hmm. and we put them in equal um, stance, you know, because if we don't, um, it's just going to have a devastating effect on society and, and in the world. I mean, we've seen it already. We've seen yeah. it already. Yeah. And we had, um, even on Tuesday night, shout out to um, First Lady Taishia DeVoe. She taught our women's Bible study on Tuesday night and she taught about the Proverbs 31 woman. And she taught it in a way that I personally have never heard it taught before. Um, it wasn't from a perspective of you stay behind and you, you know, you're subject to specific things. Um, but she taught it from her perspective of affirmation, knowing yeah. who you are as a woman, yeah. not see, she was working day and night. She was doing this. She was, do- <laughs> she was being a superwoman. So you can do all things and be that for your man and for your kids and for, you know, wear yourself out. Right. right. She didn't teach it from that perspective, but she taught it from the perspective of just valuing yourself as a woman, knowing who you are in Christ and knowing that God loves you because he made you and and he values you. And so um, uh, it was interesting because there was, you know, we have discussion after each each um, lesson, we'll have a discussion of, of maybe something that touched someone's heart. And so it was interesting because we had multiple generations on Bible study. So you have the, the younger ones that are in college or teenagers, you have your young adults, middle age, and then you have some that are like the, you know, 60 and over. And so each person from each kind of generation saw that message differently, but ultimately the same. Yeah. Right. And so it was interesting to hear how some of the older women, how they shared their perspective that, you know what, the, the way we learned a Proverbs 31's woman role was that a woman is to be behind a man a woman is to never be in front of a man a woman is to know her place a woman you know like it was very specific and so they shared how it was good to hear this perspective something new for them because that's how they came up that's what they were taught but this same script the same passage of scripture it ain't changed the same passage of scripture taught back then was taught from this way so then you had like the young adult group who felt like, man, this is great. Like it was empowering, you know, it's like, man, women can be great. Like I myself can be great. I can love myself. I can, you know, I can, I can work hard. I can uh, clean, I can cook, I can do all these things and, and be a great, valuable woman. And then you have the younger generation who's like, I needed to hear that because I feel like as a young woman, I have to work extra hard. I have to be faster than everybody else. I have to, you know, be in competition. But this gave them the kind of like identity, identification that they needed to know. You don't have to compete. You need to be confident in who you are, right? And so the ultimate kind of message was exactly that. Like just God values you. He made you, he knows you, and this is who you are in him. But the way that this message, this one message has been taught throughout the years was received 
differently because it was taught differently. Oh, yeah. So you have your own, you know, your teachings, your upbringings, your background, your your experiences and all these things that shape us as we grow up and make our decisions moving forward. But it was just so pleasant to hear in the end, everybody's feedback ended on the same path yeah. of like, thank God for valuing us. Yeah. You know, thank God for giving us hope in the scriptures that we are somebody. Yeah. We we can read the Bible. And if nobody else tells us that we're loved and we're valued and we're unique and we're all these things, we can read it in the word. Yeah. And it'll tell us because that's truly how he feels about us. And so that part was really, really cool. Because again, I mean, I'm I like I said, the perspective that she came from. I've never heard it uh, taught like that before, but it was like spot on, Yeah, you know? And so you could see how through the generations, things have changed. Things have, um, understandings have changed and understandings of, of roles have changed. You know, um, you don't really have so many women that are, I remember like back in the days, like my grandma used to talk about how, you know, women were just supposed to be barefoot and pregnant. Just all you did was you cook, you clean, and you just be there to assist. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't really have that. Right. I mean, not to the degree that, <laughs> not to that. Yeah. that they did it. Yeah. Right. Now you got working women. Yeah. Like I'm talking about like major working, like two, yeah. three jobs, owning business, two, three businesses, got side hustles. Yeah. And, you know, and, and still, you know, raising kids and, and doing whatever they're doing and may even have a full time job on top of that, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And so it's just different now, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the major difference is now education now is on the rise. Mm-hmm. And where once I read a scripture, say a lot of times people interpret scripture from their own experience. That's right. Through their own mm-hmm. worldview, their own lens. Mm-hmm. So they'll read a scripture, like a man will read the scripture in Corinthians and be like, well, Paul says it's yeah. that. Yeah. But an educated person will go say, well, why did Paul say what he said? Mm-hmm. Well, did you know women were separated from the men? So women had to sit far away and they would disrupt service and yell to their husband because they didn't understand. So Paul says, Hey, God's not the author of confusion. I need this. An educated person would go and understand why mm-hmm. and not just mm-hmm. make an assertion. Um, so as education is on the rise and as education um, is really um, in the forefront of a lot of, we're really unlearning a lot of stuff that got us in the, right. in the first place. That's right. And we're realizing like, Hey, these gender roles and these things that we were taught growing up, although it was worked it, this ain't going to really work now because mm-hmm. we know better now, Yep. but we know better. Like, yeah. And we have more access to information. You know, I know, like, like you said, um, you know, it's a matter of kind of just taking that personal accountability to dive more deeper into deeper. the scripture, because if you just read the scripture on surface level, there are a lot of things that you could take away and say, Oh, well, the Bible talks about slavery. So people, people, it's okay to be slaves, you know, or, you know, it's okay to keep women to be in specific places yeah. because the Bible said, you know, but when you, like you said, when you study the word and when you, when you get a little more education behind uh-huh. some of the customs and the ways and the purposes and the different things, why, you know, why it's in place or why it's stated a certain way, it should hopefully spark up a new understanding. And back a couple of generations ago, it wasn't, it wasn't, it taught by many it was taught by a few and many couldn't read or maybe uh-huh. didn't understand because the bible if you especially reading king james kind of difficult right. right so you know if you only had a few people that could actually share it 
that message going out is going to just be received how it's received because not everybody is able to interpret fully what this is saying. And even if they are, like you said, like that deeper dive, yeah. you know, that next level of education and understanding will really help you to kind of understand. Okay. So for the life application piece, mm-hmm. right. Because I have to apply this to my life right now. This is not going to, this is not what I believe the way, right? Mm-hmm. Like the way, like you said, with Paul talking about women and all that kind of thing. I couldn't imagine now going to church right now <laughs> and sitting like so far away from you, yeah. right? Like you're on the front, unless it's my choice, yeah. but I can't imagine being mandated to do that. Yeah, Like that's just your place. Yeah. And so also because we have a westernized worldview of culture, mm-hmm. but we're talking about centuries ago. Mm-hmm. A Middle Eastern culture. If you go to Middle Eastern now, it's a little bit more back how it was. Mm-hmm. You don't women don't walk with men. Like it's it's different. Oh yeah, there. yeah. It's very so different. So one very has different. to approach the scriptures with prayer, revelation, and really in deep, deep study. Mm-hmm. Because then and only then are you going to be able to really extract what God is really was doing. I mean, Jesus, yeah, and and hear me when I say this, Jesus didn't come to change the culture. Mm-hmm. He came to change the people so that the people can change the culture. Mm-hmm. If you remember, I think you should say that again. Yeah. So Jesus <laughs> didn't come to change the culture. Like he, when he came down from heaven, he didn't when was under the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. He didn't come at the Romans and be like, "What y'all doing is wrong." No, he said, "No, render with Caesar is Caesar." Yeah. I'm not concerned because my kingdom is not of this world. Mm-hmm. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the people. And then the people are going to change the culture because in order to change the culture, you have to change the people because mm-hmm. people set culture, people set world views, people set yep. traditions, people set customs. Mm-hmm. So if you change the people, then they'll change uh, the world view. They'll change the, the principles and stuff. So mm-hmm. Jesus focused on changing individuals so that they can go out and change the world. Yes. And so when we looked at different things, we have to look at through the lens. Like, do you really think Jesus who created woman and said that it was good that he created her, meant for her to be discriminated against in the sense, in the way that she's been discriminated mm-hmm. against. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that was the plan of God. Yeah, I don't. Believe you can't. It. But, I don't believe. But it. he made it his his mission that he was coming when he came to change men and to infect the lives of men mm-hmm. and infect the lives of women. Yeah. To use men and to use women, and he used them equally. He did. He used them equally, and we see that before Christ came. Yep. There were some women in position. There was a woman judge. You know, you had these women that were um, that were in higher positions. Yeah. You have women that were in lower positions. You have women that were, you know, were were isolated and 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 told they don't deserve this or that. You know, but Jesus came for all of us. Yeah. I mean, he died for all of us so that we all could have access. Like, what if Jesus would have said, you know what? I'm only going to die for men because only men can, are going to be the ones to inherit the kingdom of heaven. You know what I mean? Like what would this world be like if there was only men? Could you imagine it? It was crazy. No, I like, could, you, <laughs> could you imagine this entire world? Like nobody on earth except men and only men. I couldn't imagine a society like yeah. that of just men forever, nah. right? Like I, and to the vice versa, I can't imagine a world with just women forever. Yeah. But together, 
you know, we all have a place yeah. and we all have a value in that place. And we're all worth a lot to yeah. God. And it's not to say that you can, God values men and women equally, but also there is a system that's in place mm -hmm. for it to be governed accordingly. One doesn't take away from another. It takes a really strong man, a, a man that is very self-aware, mm -hmm. know who he is, to affirm his wife, yep. support his wife, push his wife as if he's pushing himself mm -hmm. and doesn't hold her back. Yep. That's, yeah. And especially if a wife like makes more money than him. Yep. Makes more money. That could be that could a be challenge. a problem. That could be a challenge. That's, yeah, that could be a challenge. A and so it's like, so it's like the funny thing is about it is that I was a youth pastor uh, years ago, and um, I had probably it was like seven girls and three boys. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling them like, you know, you can go be anything you want in the world. Yep. And you know, make sure when you turn eighteen to vote. The, you, I want you to vote. This, mm -hmm. this and that. And as and I'm like, and I'm telling young lady, you can go be a CEO, you could be a president of a company, you can do this, you could do that. Mm -hmm. But then I was realizing I'm sitting here telling these girls they can go be anything they want in the world, but when they come into church, mm -hmm. they can't be anything in the church. Oh no, no. Like you can literally go vote in the world, <laughs> but you can't come vote. So then I went to my mm -hmm. I said this to me, I feel like this is a mixed mix message. I feel like it's hypocritical. Like I feel like I'm having a hard time delivering. Yeah. How are we saying that a yeah. woman can be a CEO or a doctor or a lawyer and all these things, but come in here that you can only be a lay member? Yeah. That don't that don't make any type of sense, you know? And so I think what is happening now as God is really elevating women and women are achieving great things, it's causing us to now restructure how we thought about mm -hmm. um, how to do business. Mm -hmm. um, women are leading and in ways that men are not yeah they're they're excelling in ways they're they're doing great things they're innovating they're creating they're just doing so many phenomenal things and i think that it takes an organization a church anybody to now restructure themselves and say hey maybe i was discriminated back then but now today i need to be the one that says you know what let me include them in this because mm -hmm. we're going to be better together mm -hmm. and you know what's crazy is that um like here in America, you know, we got our first woman vice president, second highest office in America, right? So here in America, we're cheering and we're so excited and we're happy. <laughs> but in other countries, they're like, we've been doing that. Right. Like, <laughs> y'all late to the party because we've been having uh, women presidents, not vice, but presidents. We've been having women leaders that are over the entire nation, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I get it. Like some... Somewhere along the way, you know, we had to come along, but that fight has been great. Yeah. That fight to come along has been very, very great from the time of, you know, it, the beginning of time, you know, even back when Harriet Tubman and all these people being, you know, coming up against these great obstacles, but not giving up, you know, they yeah. succeeded and they completed their missions, you know, and they pulled other people along. They gave us hope that there's going to be a better tomorrow because guess what? 10 years before you, this wasn't happening. So now mm. here we are, we're moving forward. We're progressing. But as excited as I was to have Kamala Harris get voted in at the same time, it made me think like, man, we got a lot of work to do because, <laughs> you know, I mean, growing up here in California, I have friends of all nationalities and to hear 
you know, where they come from these different countries, some some of them where women, are, they already been a president. Like, yeah. you know, like, like it's nothing new. You yeah. know, it's like, why are Americans so excited? It's like, because we never had this before. Like, it's a big, big deal, you I know? Mean, and the crazy part about it is like, even African-Americans, if, I mean, we go back to our history in Africa, there were women kings. Yeah. There were yeah. women kings and their nations were very, I mean, I know, I know society won't let y'all think that Africa is broke busted and disgusted that right. they weren't having no structure mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. were just savages no food no food. Yeah. africa has some very beautiful places yeah rich resources and back in history there were women uh women kings who ran mighty kingdoms mm-hmm. and so when you understand that then we have to understand how do we get from valuing women in that such a high regard mm-hmm. To now to devaluing, devaluing them, them, to now bringing them back back up, back up you know. So. Yeah, it's just like a roller coaster. It's, it's a, a roller, coaster. roller yeah. coaster, and you wonder why there's, um, it's so costly in the court systems to fight these battles. Yeah, because you know, a lot of times people are treated, mistreated, and then you know because we have all these rights, and if you know for a fact your rights have been violated based on your gender or whatever it is, I mean, gender roles are completely different now with all the extra stuff going on but it doesn't change the fact that there are still some women being put in these situations intentionally and they have to go fight yeah it's like why couldn't you just give me the job why couldn't you just put me at you know what i was due like how come you couldn't just you know just do right yeah i mean it's it's facts that women are underpaid Mm -hmm. they're paid less than men they are a woman and a man can hold the same position, but they will pay a woman uh, dramatically low, significantly lower yeah. than a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are not things that are opinions. These mm-hmm. are things that these are, are facts, facts yeah. right? So when we look at the facts and we say that, wow, a woman and a man can do the same job, mm-hmm. but they're going to pay a woman less, that shows that there's a problem and a discrepancy. It's a big, mm-hmm. it's a huge problem. Oh, yeah. Um, and so until we then, as men, step up and say, hey, I'm going to be a conduit of change. And if I'm a, see if I have my own business or my own company, it starts with me. I'm gonna pay everybody fairly mm-hmm. and the same according to performance. Mm-hmm. Like so, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. Your race is gonna be how you perform. Mm-hmm. Then then your gender. Yep. Um, it takes us to be able to stand up and say, "Hey, let me be the institute of change. Mm-hmm. Let me let me start valuing women. Let me make sure that I'm doing my part to make sure that." Every woman I come in contact with feels valued as not discriminated against. And so if I'm in business, if I'm in church or whatever organization mm-hmm. or club that I'm in, I have a responsibility to help um, make sure women are treated treated fairly. Because mm-hmm. until we become u- united as one, I think we're going to have disparities um, in businesses and in, in yeah. the world and in the church, et cetera. Yeah. Know? Yeah, we are. And, you know, I come from the level of independence there's a lot of independent women out there for a lot of different reasons but i come from the degree of independence where it was like you know you don't need a man it you just do everything for yourself but then i found out that mm, i won't say that's not true i will just say that i i specifically need a man because there's some things that i'm not gonna do but see i think a man needs a woman Mm-hmm. And a woman needs a man. Exactly. And whatever capacity that mm-hmm. you want to put that in, mm-hmm. I think we need each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many people that think like how I thought. Yeah. Because Beyonce you know? came out with single on my end. And then what she do? <laughs> she wouldn't got married. 
to one of the richest men in the world exactly. and left y'all singing. Yeah, and now y'all singing, y'all still exactly. independent by yourselves. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I mean, there, so it's basically saying like there's a place for everyone yeah. in life, in society. There's a place for women. There's also a place for a man. But there's a, a part of a woman's place that gets subjected to specific areas uh-huh. typically uh-huh. where you don't really see that for a man. Uh-huh. And as you can see, there's a lot of things that would just wouldn't happen if it weren't for a woman. A lot of things uh-huh. just wouldn't happen Yeah, if it weren't for a woman. You know, a lot of, like I said, some churches would not be churches today <laughs> if it wasn't for a woman that stepped up and kept it going. Yeah. You know, there, there are some, you know, situations and just some some businesses that wouldn't be here today if it hadn't been for you know somebody taking a chance you know on a woman being the leader of and and to get everything together and bring it all in and fix this and fix that yeah you know and so i think that you know like when she talked about the proverbs 31 woman i think that that description of a woman um was really valuable i mean and as you get older you could really see how when you're younger, you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. You kind of see it differently. But as you get older and you hear this and you read these scripture passages, you're like, wow, we really are awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like women really are awesome. And we have the capability to really be anything we want to be, despite the obstacles, you know, the obstacles that we might face. So um, things are different now and thank God for that. I thank God for the, you know, progression mm-hmm. that the progress that we've made as a society, it's important that we vote. It's important that we understand how mm-hmm. things are going to affect everybody. You know, it's important that we have certain things in place because we want to make more progress. Yeah. We want to continue to make more progress in society so that we don't have to always have go to court to get something accomplished that shouldn't have never should have never had to go that far in the first place right absolutely absolutely and i think it becomes with uh changing our world worldview for men changing our worldview um being educated reading on some things um i'm a proponent of education the more you learn the more your mind expands and you start Mm -hmm. to see things differently and you have a deeper understanding and some stuff is just not that serious right (laughs) Right. Some stuff is just not that serious. Like mm-hmm. it's just not that deep. Like, mm-hmm. and so when you once you realize that, man, sometimes I'm living my life through the world of view that I was I was grew up in or I was uh, taught. Um, but then as I'm getting educated, have different experience, your mm-hmm. worldview begins to change. Now that it's changing, I have a responsibility to help share that message. Yeah, and help say, hey, this is where I grew up. This is what the mistake. But now this is where it is and this is the truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, education plays a huge, huge part. And I'm not saying you have to go to a four-year anniversary. I mean, there's books, there's audio books, there's yeah, get around so mentors. There's, so there's many, access to so, so much, much stuff. Yeah. But men, we have to continue to grow and mature and, and um, elevate our mind and mm-hmm. our thinking. And when we do that, we will see like, man, the stuff that is really just when we keep women down to just the insecurity that we have within ourselves, because we feel like we're going to lose our place. You know, and that's really where I feel a lot of this stuff is, is that men subjected women. Like, it was easy for Adam to blame Eve. Oh, yeah. So easy. Instead of him saying, like, if Adam was the man that he needed to be, what he would have done is say, you know what, Laura, is my fault. Mm-hmm. 
don't she didn't even have nothing to do with it. He didn't even try to cover her. He mm-hmm. didn't even try to like lie for her. He could have said it was me. Yep. It was me. My fault. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But God, it was a woman you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> if you had brought this woman up in here, I would have did it. But, but you gave her to me. <laughs> right. But you know, I mean, this is a that Genesis two can be in three can be a whole different segment, but Eve was deceived. Adam knowingly disobeyed. Yeah. At least the woman argued with the serpent. Exactly. Adam didn't argue back and forth. Adam didn't argue with nobody. He just ate it. He was like, <laughs> he was like, cool. I've been wanting to do this for exactly. everything I see. It. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Let you argue. I'm gonna go ahead and do this. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, I think that women are progressive. They're they're killing the game, and um, things are changing. Things mm-hmm. ain't where it needs to be. But I'm excited about the progress. And I'm also excited about the guests we're going to have this month and the things are going to be um, discussed and yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, this month's going to be really good. And just this year, you know, 2022, it's just going to be a really good year. I know it started off rough for a lot of people, but um, this month, this year is just going to be a great year. Lots of opportunity coming up. Yeah, lots of opportunity. Lots of opportunity coming up. So before we close... Again, we just want to remind you that um, this is Women's History Month. So challenge yourself. Women, challenge yourself to do something for yourself. Men, challenge yourself to do something for a woman in your life. I don't know. Be careful because if you give them your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Some of y'all women got expensive habits. (laughs) Yeah, but hey, it's it's owed to us. (laughs) Fellas, get them, give them a latte. We're worth it. We're valuable. Give them a latte. Our value is higher than Ruby. So <laughs> if your credit card don't go no higher in value, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> that might be a problem. Right. <laughs> but that's the one thing about learning your value. Shoot, you read that Bible, tell you just how valuable you are. Right. You will not sacrifice for too much or nothing less. So. Oh, yeah. You know, just know who you are in Christ. We encourage women. We are not, you know, footstools for somebody to just step all over us. We are uh, strong individuals and um, and we know who we are in Christ. Christ values us. He loves us. And he has so much in store just for us. So, again, we thank you all for joining us this Absolutely. week and look forward to you joining us on next week. Remember to share Go on Facebook, like our page, share our page and the information and stay tuned for more to come. Any last words? I say you guys have a good day. Good night. Good day. Have a great one, everyone.